You know we have fan mail. <laughs> a fan mail. So I thought we could start by me reading the a fan mail. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. <laughs> okay. Here it goes, and it's from Mr. X. Oh, Mr. X. Uh, yeah, who's a... Has written. A friend and a kick-ass writer. And here it goes. I want the two of you to talk about money. We're in an impossible financial situation. It's to the point where we just have to pretend like it's not there. Otherwise, it's too big. There's no getting around it. There's no hope of ever paying it off. It it has burps in the letters. Wow, I... There's no getting around it. There's no hope of ever paying it off, so we ignore it. The only thing that makes it better is that I think we're probably like 90% of people our age, too. Anyway, I'd love to hear how you two deal with money issues, especially when it's a little sparse. Or maybe more importantly, issues that are just too big and stressful that come from the outside. Believe it or not, I think you two are becoming a model of functional relationships for us neurotic set. Insert laugh track. Nice. I only wanted to read that because he, he complimented us. Nice. No, I, I do think it's an interesting, complicated, messy problem. Yeah, very messy. And I think we, even though we do struggle with money issues, we struggle with different money issues. Yeah. So, like, we, I don't think we can fully tackle that. Like, what he says about, like, it's, there's no hope of ever paying it off, so we ignore it. Yeah. There's a bigness there that, you know, I don't think we can yeah, we talk have, about we don't today. Have that currently. But we, we do struggle with financial issues and we we are constantly in the dilemma of like how the hell are we spending this money when we're not bringing in this money that we're spending. Yeah. I said that very poorly, yeah. but <laughs> but yes. ba- yes. basically we we got money problems. Yeah. Welcome to Neurotic Tornado. I suspect you already suspect that we are going to try to talk about our money stuff. One thing to uh, Mr. X, my friend who sent the note, we totally don't tackle the bigness that you're talking about. So I'm sorry for our failure there. But we do talk about how money issues affect us. And we get into a slightly difficult conversation just talking through our money stuff. And I end up saying a few things that I never expressed to my wife before. So here's our baggage. Hope it helps with your baggage. Oh, I should mention, I'm about to talk about my easy single days. And I failed to explain that I started out as a software developer and I was getting paid pretty well back then. And around the time my wife and I got together was also around the time that I was shifting my day job from a more lucrative software development kind of thing to a technical writer. Because I thought I would enjoy being a technical writer more than being a software developer. And so that was another factor that affected our money problems. Maybe we'll just try to talk about our money problems and how it messes us up as a couple. Yeah. You know, we struggled with it in various ways before we stumbled upon something that seems to be working a little bit better. Yeah. At least then we know a lot about 
how we're spending too much money. Yeah, now we're fully aware of how fucked we are. Yes, yes. So as far as backgrounds, you know, I mean, one one weird thing about... Well, my background comes from... I started out working in the tech industry, so I never started out as the starting starving artist type, as a lot of people I know, because I originally thought I was into computers. Well, you got your day job kind of set up, and then with that money coming in, you've been a dedicated writer type in your free time. Yeah, and I've 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 toyed with like adjusting the hours of this techie world job. Yeah, but I've never thrown it out. The- I did have fantasies of quitting that shit uh, <laughs> before. <laughs> And then I came along. Yeah, well, before we got into this whole family life mm-hmm. stuff, which made yeah. me change my tune. But, I, you know, it, what was crazy to me is that in those early days, I was bringing in a lot of money as a single guy mm-hmm. with no outside expenses. And I was still blowing all the money on restaurants and mm-hmm. bars. Mm-hmm. I mean, we I remember you helped me by looking at my credit card bill and... It was like several thousand dollars a month just at the like neighborhood bar and restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember this discussion that we had early on about we had gone out to a fancy restaurant and uh, the likes of which I'm not sure I had actually gone to much at that time in my life. Like maybe a couple times with my folks, but where you know you're paying a hundred dollars when you walk out the door. And I remember sitting down with you and saying, that was fun, and I can't afford to pay half of that, like, at all the time. I could do it this time, but, like, I, like I could, I, I'm happy with a $5 burrito, but I can't afford to do that. I just don't have the finances to, to swing that. And that was kind of your world that you didn't think about. You didn't have to think about yeah. how much you were spending for whatever meal you were. Oh, well, those were the days. I know. And, you know, your background was more, you weren't making much money, and you were just, you were better at balancing your budget, but you were, you were also kind of living at, right at your means. You were not saving any money. Oh, not at all. And you were sometimes getting in trouble, or were you? Just a little bit. My parents both grew up very poor, or like my dad was poor, my mom was in, I mean, incredibly poor, where it was a family of six in a one-room house with a shared-out house. And, but I grew up kind of in a suburban, middle-class environment, so I, I feel like I had a little bit of a spoiledness in that sense that didn't get me worried about spending, and I jumped right into the tech world, so I, right in the dot-com era, so I... I never learned real habits of, uh, of how to balance your budget. You know, I was even, you know, stashing a little bit away, even with my crazy spending. But then when we came together as a family, that's when we really got all screwed up. But see, I think I have the same thing. Like, you know, my folks, I grew up really middle class as well. And I think probably on the part of both of our parents that they didn't want us to feel what they felt. 
And, so uh, they not, fucked us by, not that they by ever, letting us be comfortable in our I mean, childhood. I don't, I don't hear them complain about that or anything. It's just yeah. more like a fact of their life. Both of us had an upbringing that caused us uh, like, like to create kind of the perfect storm when we got together that neither of us knew how to budget very well from different ways. Like I yeah, wasn't budgeting because right. I just didn't spend any money that I could, you know, if I could help it. And then... You were more, you didn't worry about spending money. Yeah. And so somehow coming together. Yeah, we got in this kind of messy place where it's not like we're, I mean, our income isn't too bad. It's not amazing, but it's not bad. And yet we don't, we could not, we were spending more than we were making each month. Are spending more than we Yeah, we currently even... You know, it, it it freaked me out for a while. I mean, one, you know, there was a period where I think I was resentful because I felt like you did this to me. I was fine, <laughs> and you screwed it up. So, I mean, there was a part where, did you feel that, like, that I had that? You know, I don't think it was too vicious, but that there was a part where maybe I inappropriately blamed you on some emotional level, if I didn't say it out loud. I feel like there's been a lot of blaming going on that I was kind of... Every episode is just like, here is how UV blamed right. uh, his oh, wife. I hated you. Yeah. Um, I was not aware that you were resentful. Yeah. Financially, I think I, I think I had some sense that maybe... You had a little bit of, like, you did this, like, that I have a life that you agreed to be part of, but then it was a little bit like, it isn't exactly the life that you wanted. Yeah, I felt like, you know, it's like, you're forcing us to live this way. But it's funny, I mean, here's the double standard. Let me not only tell you how I blamed you, but how you should have come back at me for how I wow, was wrong. that's complicated. You know, let me cover both Yeah, ground. laid out. I had it all in my head here. But it was like, at this time... Like, let's say there's a period where things were coming across our Amazon account. So you were buying books, you know, for your education and other things. And I was spending just as much buying stupid apps on my iPhone. So it's like you, I was thinking like, why are you spending this money? Meanwhile, I bought like 17 different writing apps on my iPhone. You know, so there was a clear uh, uh, imbalance there. But, you know, I I wasn't aware of it at the time. You know, I think the thing that took me time to kind of fully get is we're doing this thing together. Mm -hmm. You know, we've decided to do it together. And even though we both are pretty independently minded, so we don't share checking accounts we share one credit card, but most a lot of our expenses are on our own credit cards. We we have many separate accounts, mm-hmm. but that doesn't. Yeah, I, have, I have that Swiss account. You have a Swiss account, you. right? That well, no, no, I have it. I have it re- stored away on, no. on one password on my no. computer. But we we still are doing this thing together, you know. So this helps with. The parenting, you know, once I realized with with the step parenting and with our kid that we're doing this thing together, with the money thing, just once I got in the mindset of we need to solve this problem together, yeah, all that kind of resentment kind of, it's not like it disappeared. I mean, I still think these issues come up, but I think this idea of how are we going to solve this thing together, knowing our quirks, like that I have... 
So I have a, I had a habit of just buying apps. Right. Like I need this outlining app. I need this writing app. That was a how habit. Much, how much money were you spending on the app? Seventeen thousand dollars. No, but it was what? well worth it. <laughs> no, no, I, it wasn't anything in that realm. You know, understanding our weak spots and trying to tackle them together was helpful. Well, I don't know. Something that what you're saying is making me think of is a subject that is fascinating to me, which is how couples. Uh, make decisions about their finances and how they regard the money coming in. Because yeah. I think it's really complicated. I think that, um, you know, maybe it's one thing if both people earn the same amount of money and both people, everybody's contributing and you all get the same amount of spending money. But it doesn't seem like that's usually how it goes. That's never how it goes. Never! <laughs> wow. Okay. person who's making more money... Do they resent the other person for not making more money? Does the other person contribute? Like, how do you measure those contributions? You know, I have kind of an accountanty part of my brain where I like everything to add up in a fair way. I want everything to be fair. So if you're both working 40 hours a week, does that make it fair? And if one of you is working 40 and the other one is working 32 then do they owe eight hours of labor to the family unit and the person working 40 hours doesn't have to do Whoa. any work around the house? That's after. real accounting. Hey, yeah, I'm afraid that's how it goes. But that's not how it works on the ground with people. And in fact, I think people have a really difficult time. I think the person that makes more money almost maybe has more trouble a lot of times talking about it. Like, how do you say to someone who's not pulling their weight or you think isn't pulling their weight? Like, hey, by the way, I never, I never meant to support you. Could you step up? Or I mean, I just well, think that the, all the, that the is reverse is true too. Where it's the person making less money can't say, "Hey, I'd like you to stop going out to those fancy lunches so much." Right. Even though you're bringing in more money, that's tricky too. Right. Yeah. But how do you have? I mean, those discussions about money are really tricky because they come in like. They involve all different kind of layers of people, like whether or not a person expects to be supported, whether women traditionally have some concept of being supported, and whether men are supposed to be the wage earner. So what if you're not being the wage earner? Then if your wife says like, hey, uh, by the way, you're not earning any money, it's like it, it means more than just not earning money. It's like a whole piece of your character. That's that's. This is yeah. how I think of it. Well, I mean, and that's the thing is, like, I think this is because there's never symmetry, and you can never quite fit this whole thing on a spreadsheet properly. Yeah. So you have to. That's why I don't like it. Right. And yet you're still stuck with the problem of how the hell do you budget as a couple? Yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons why we keep these independent accounts, is it's hard enough to... For an individual person to figure out their own money and stay within their own spending, much less two people where you don't really know where it goes. We got in fights about, like, for us, I think our arguments and our our struggles were a little more passive-aggressive in that. I don't think we specifically had fights where, like, I'm sitting there going, you've got to stop spending money on educational books that are helping your career. Right, and you you weren't yelling at me about like, why did you need those seven apps? Right, I mean like, we. I well, don't think- I don't. I mean, I don't see until we started 
Until we start doing some budgeting together, I don't ever see that you spend money on apps. I don't know. I didn't know where your money. I buried went. it in your Swiss account. Yes, or your and Swiss you, account's going down. You only down. know about mine because of Amazon. Amazon emails me every time you spend something. Yeah, I don't think you needed that cardboard guitar. Because uh, of Amazon Prime. Yeah. We wanted to get it here fast. Yeah. But yeah, but I, so I don't think we ha- directly had money fights as much as we had fights because we were stressed out. Like, I know I just freak out because I'm like, how the hell is our credit card bill that much this month? Yeah. And so I would just get cranky and pissy and impatient. And so then anytime, whatever the conversation was that night... I would be unpleasant to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Are, wait, are you yeah. agreeing? No, you're supposed to say no, honey. You were so I really sweet. I about the budget. I yeah. thought that was, those were just personality traits. Yeah. No. But no, no. I mean, I think that's how it came out with us is that we would. Yeah. We would just be grumpy and cranky, but we didn't, didn't know how to discuss it head on. Yeah. Is well, I remember true? this period of time when y- you had surprisingly been laid off. And you hadn't yet been hired by another company. Oh, that was... Right, so I got laid off, didn't expect that, and it took me like two months to get the next job. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and you're very hireable, so even though you change jobs with some frequency, um, you rarely... It's rare for you not to have another job in the wings, or they just blindsided you with this layoff. You were really worried about us financially, and so... Uh, and we didn't even have the little one, it was... Yeah. It was just... And were we married? Either way, I felt it was the first time it was clear to me, I feel responsibility for the family. I mean, that was the first hit for me of like, oh, crap. Of Yeah, I remember you almost took a job that you really didn't want to take. It was like, like way out the in the suburbs. Yeah, in Wilsonville uh, it, or something. And oh, God, that would have been a nightmare. I just was like, no. Yeah, I was like, well, it sounds like a terrible job. There's some terrible people there. <laughs> I think the I work's mean, terrible. The commute's going to be terrible. What do you think? I can never work remote. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we can't be responsible for that. You helped me through that. Well, and that there's no need that there's no need um, that we weren't in dire straits. But that's tricky because I don't know, like, at what point we would, if we were in dire straits, should I have taken that? Anyway. Well, if we were, but. It's so hard to make that, to know how desperate. Yeah. One is. So here's my point, though. Oh, sorry. So you really, I'm going to use this phrase wrong, you really went to the mattresses. No, you really, um, you got serious about not spending money. I I bet the phrase is, I really cut a rug. No. Sorry, I had to explain to the little one about that, what that meant. Nice. Okay, sorry. You really, like, pared down your spending and stopped spending any money that you didn't have to. Like, you were eating ramen. That was back in the days when you would eat gluten. And... And I was like only buying like one or two apps a week. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I, the app problem isn't as bad yeah. as I'm making it sound. It just I don't know about that. I'm yeah. gonna have to look at your app look. Oh yeah, it's gotten way better. You were, had really pared things down, and I remember like our older son and I went and did something or had breakfast at a restaurant, and you did not look favorably upon that. And that was when I thought I can remember we had a discussion where I was like, "You need to be very clear with me on." we're changing how we do things and let's just have that out in the open. Yeah. And you got your expectations out in the open. We were spending, you know, like 45 bucks each weekend morning on some breakfast and looking at that, that was very hard on our budget. Yeah. Right. And so, but 
you know, when you lost this job, you just really wanted to cut everything back. And that was the first time I think we saw some like, oh, this is what it, this is one way you function when you get threatened is. Yeah. And I started to really feel this terror of what it's like to not know where, where the money's coming from, because I, I was really spoiled coming from a working in the dot-com tech world. And, you know, even though the dot-com boom had busted, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the right way to say it. Mm-mm. I think what you what you say is it the condom burst. It was the first experience of, like, holy shit, how do we readjust? And I could see you didn't feel that. Like, so I was walking around with that feeling of, like, this is a new era, and we have to figure out how to do it. And I didn't see that you felt it. And I didn't know how to communicate it to you, so I just gave you nasty looks. And then was cold and unpleasant when we were discussing something trivial like (laughs) what TV show to watch. And Uh, and then I figured it out, and we were on the same page. And and you called me on it. Yeah, and that was the first window into that. I mean, that was the first time we had to bring it to the forefront. Yeah. But so now we're in in another phase where we have to confront it, where you're going through a career transition. Well, I've been in school for a long time. Like, I haven't pulled my weight. And yeah, right. <laughs> Hush. And also we have the little guy and you know I'm And he's not pulling his weight for shit. Yeah, we got to get think him he's in almost some kind five. of shoe polish what? factory. What can he do if Yeah. He I'm was so... complaining about school the other day and I was telling him how kids his age used to work. Oh, but, uh, he didn't fall for it. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't buy that. Yeah, but so now we're we're in another phase where we're realizing we have to readjust our spending. It's not like we spend a crazy amount, but we we still tr- like to just not think twice about going out to breakfast on the weekend mornings and... No, we think twice about it. Now we do, but, I mean, a few months ago? Anyway, I... I f- we were going out to breakfast a little bit more. Never back... Never like we were in our In our olden days. But we, we... So we got into a point where things were getting stressful again. The funny thing for me is... One thing about the way I operate is if we're fucked, I just like to know we're fucked. Like, I like to have that written down. Like, here's how fucked we are exactly. Mm -hmm. And I feel a lot better. Yeah. And so we started this YNAB thing. Mm -hmm. You need a budget, which is an app on the phone and also an application on on the Mac. I I don't even know if it's Windows. But the, the cool thing for my kind of... Uh, neuroticness that I think is so good about it is it forces you to track everything as you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you buy a Coke, you write that crap down on the phone right then and there right. and put it in a category. And even if you forget to, then you go back and right. But the idea is you're doing it in real time. And that is so helpful for me to see, Oh, look, this is exactly how screwed we are. We're on the 20th of the month and we're so we're two thirds of the way through the month, and we've spent already three fourths of what we intended to spend that month. And to see that is actually so comforting for me. <laughs> Just to know, okay, here's exactly how screwed we are. We're eight percent screwed, but it's helping us chip away every month. Like we're getting better by a little bit, and it's yeah. still not great. I mean, and we still have every week we have slightly tense moments where we're discussing how we adjust and. Can we afford going out in this way for this meal? Yeah, and no, if I we do, what are we going to cut? Like, I think for the first... I mean, one of the theories of this YNAB, you need a budget. Yeah, why don't you say the theory, because I didn't explain it. Is that you don't spend money until you have it. 
And so when money comes in, let's say you get a paycheck for $1,000 and then you allocate that money, you budget it until... For the next month. Well, ideally, yeah, you save all your money for one month. But even if you don't do it for the next month, you say, okay, $1,000, where does this money need to go before the next time I'm going to get paid? And you budget it so that you're not looking at your banking account saying, oh, I have $1,000 in there. You're looking at your budget saying... Oh, I have $100 to go out to eat for the next two weeks, but the rest has to go for rent and utilities. You know that you already assigned it somewhere, so it's not free money. You know, it's not, it's money that's tagged with a specific use. Yeah. And the, the thing I like about it is the credit card bill doesn't come as a big surprise because the second you spend that money, you're paying attention to how screwed you are. So, when the bill comes, you're just as screwed as you knew you were mm-hmm. <laughs> a few weeks prior. Mm-hmm. So for me, just screwage awareness is the key <laughs> to budget. Anyway, but I, I don't want to dwell on the on the tool itself. But I felt but, like it helped my brand of worry because we could look at the sheet and see here's where we're at. Here are our issues, and we could just talk it through overtly. I think last month for the first time, you like called me when I was at work and we're happily talking about like, what should we get for dinner tonight? Yeah, let's order something or let's go pick something up. What should we have? And you were like, you need a budget tells me we don't have any more money in that category. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. And you were like, where are we going to get it from? And I'm, yeah, we don't really have any place. And we didn't go out to eat. It's mm. funny because money is still a big part of our relationship issues. I mean, because it really brings together a lot of aspects of the balance, the power, how we do this thing together, how we share. I mean, so I think it brings up a lot Tell of issues. More. Which part? Like the power. Do you think you have more power in our relationship because you make more money? Well, I think, here's how I think it goes is I might be passive aggressive about like how we spend our money. But I'm kind of implicitly pulling the card of, like, I'm bringing in the money and I don't want you to spend it this way. You know, I'm, like, bringing in the... Did I say raise, raising the card? Like, I'm... Let me try that again. <laughs> I'm going to do it one more time. All right. Pretend like I didn't say that. Because I bring in more money, I feel like sometimes even when I'm kind of mumbling or passive-aggressive about some annoyance it's coming from the perspective of i'm bringing in the money and i don't want you to spend it or something like that so in our arguments and then you'll maybe kind of feel bad but also be annoyed because i'm doing it that way and so i think we we kind of struggle can you think of a concrete example i think mostly it's the restaurant stuff it's like even that discussion you just mentioned about like should we go to a restaurant and then I, you know, I might have the tone of, why don't you care more about this? We're doing this budget thing. It tells us we can't. You actually knew in advance that we didn't have money in that account, but you ran with it. And so I feel like there was a little, maybe not a power game, but there's a little bit of a imbalance that we're kind of working through. So where you, I'm pissy at you. Are you in some way like you're trying to push me to tell you no? No, I'm trying to push you to be more respectful of the money that's coming in and how we're doing this budget thing. Oh, so you don't feel I'm respectful of the money that's coming in? At that moment. So I hurt your feelings a little. 
I don't know if you hurt my feelings, but but we're talking about something we haven't talked about before. Yeah. So I feel like it has a kind of nerviness to it that the rest of our conversation here hasn't had. So I didn't hurt your feelings. What did What do you think you said that hurt my feelings? My offendedness of you wanting to go out when you knew we didn't have money in that account. I don't think it hurt my feelings. It's more like. I don't know, that's a complicated... Well, hurt your feelings. I mean, I know it's a... I mean, just a kind of... A broad, broad way to say it, but... But it surprised me that you... I feel like... Well, here's an example where you're calling yourself passive-aggressive, where you're... I don't know. It's like you're working behind the scenes or something. Trying to get... So me. what do you feel? Hmm, maybe that's a better question. I feel kind of surprised, even how this conversation began, where you have this resentment of something, and it's like, I'm kind of oblivious about that. And just the same way, like that one discussion, I kind of feel like, whether or not this is the correct takeaway from what you're saying, that you're, it's like you're trying to make me behave a certain way, and and resentful that I'm not behaving that way. Yeah. Surprised. Can you say another feeling? Like, surprise could be like, surprise! <laughs> Ooh, happy birthday! <laughs> but, I mean, there's something more... I hate to say this. More vulnerable. First, I want to... Like, there's two parts to this. Like, I want to respond to what you're saying because I want to kind of explain my point of view a little better. But I also feel like Surprise doesn't cover what you feel. And I don't know, maybe this isn't the venue to do it. Well, it's not a, it seems fine because you, you can, we can cut it out or you can. Yeah, cut yeah, it out. yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll be hearing this. I, I mean, I, I actually, like, I don't think that I feel hurt that you are wishing I would behave differently. I'm more, and maybe, maybe that'll come later. I, I guess I think that maybe I'm a little dismayed that, you know, you're having a lot of, you're having some different, like, resentments and emotions about all this stuff, but uh, because I'm kind of oblivious, then it doesn't, like, in, we don't end up going anywhere anyway. Like, it doesn't make an impression on me, or you're work, you're working and feeling awfully hard for, without the conclusion that you're wanting, it sounds like. I guess there's two things. I mean, one is that is part of that situation, but I still wonder if there's something there that you're feeling that you're not telling me. But I can tell you what I... I mean, to explain that situation a little more, that was a momentary blip of me having that feeling. That moment, I did have an emotion like that, so I'm not lying when I tell you that. But it was a small emotion and a small period of time where... On the whole, I think you are way better about this budgeting stuff. And you are the strongest force to keep us in check. So, like, the big picture is, I think you're the badass that's helping us keep this operation running. So I don't want you to feel like I think you're screwing up. But I had, an, you know, a child, what I consider kind of a childish emotion at that moment. And the reason why I didn't, like, play it out in a lot of detail later is because I quickly, I mean, and this is where I think my growth has happened, 
is it's not like I don't keep having these moments, but I very quickly pull out of them and get to like, uh, oh, here's the big picture. You're keeping us in check better. So you're the main, I, I think you are better than me at this huh. whole process. So there's the, the big compliment. Yeah. Thanks. And the little thing is... I you felt that way. You did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the little thing was for that 15-minute period, I had some anger about it. The little picture I have of myself is like I'm walking through like a big scary forest, but I'm totally unaware that anything scary or happy or anything is around me. Like fairies and wolves, I'm just like, yopido, yopido, like... Things are good and things are bad, and I'm just completely unaware. But you sense it. I think you sense... Well, you sense the weirdness, but... Well, in that particular instance, it is it is not abnormal on the night in question, on the type of night in question, like on Friday night, for... Um, we both have worked during that day, and you picked up the little guy for us maybe to pick something up or to have some food. Yeah. So... For me, it's the same kind of thing. Like, just like I may, might, might make plans simultaneously and, and not until a certain moment be like, oh, wait, those two things happen at the same exact time. I can't do both things. Like, I was like, yes, food. That sounds great. Let's get something yummy. And then when you were like, but we don't have the money, I was like, ah, oh, yes, that's true. We don't have yeah. the money. Like, But it wasn't that I was thinking, oh, I know we don't have the money, but let's spend it anyway. It was more like those two things are separate, which is why people have money problems, right? Because the two parts of yourself, the part of you going, I want that, and the part of you saying, can I afford that, aren't talking to each other. That's true. Yeah, you buy that? Uh-huh. How are you doing? I'm doing good. What about you? How are you how are you doing over there? I'm right. I think it's an interesting conversation. I don't know if it's in the podcast I'll I'll investigate later. But yeah, I don't know, it's interesting. I can't I can't tell about the podcast, but I'm interested in that. It's something we've never talked about before. Yeah. So that's... Well, and I, I wonder, like, what is the thing that we can learn from this? You know, there's the budget stuff and the expressing our feelings stuff that obviously overlap, which is part of yeah. uh, all couples budgeting works. But I'm wondering if we need to communicate more on both ends about what we expect and what we... Something that I have been thinking is something that is in exact alignment to what you just said about conversations we need to have, and that is I wonder if we need to talk about our emo- our emotions more. To each other or to the podcast? <laughs> to the microphone. <laughs> to one another, yeah. Yeah, to one another. Yeah. yeah, and that there's an area of emotions, like um, we had a discussion a few weeks ago that started going awry. Awry. But as part of that conversation, you said that you feel like I don't respect your take on things. Like when you tell me your opinion that I'm like, oh, that's not true. Your example that you used was when I um, was taking some medication and was not. it did not leave me feeling good at the end of the night and you were like i don't think you're acting funny and i was like no no i'm fine i'm fine oh right right okay so there's a moment where you're saying that you feel i don't listen to you and one of the things that came out of that the conversation that we talked about in our repair attempt 
was that the conversation started going wrong for me at a moment when what I what I needed from you was just need you to validate my feelings or for you to like reflect and listen and understand to what I'm feeling, not to what a solution is or what your take on it is. So in a way, we're saying the exact same thing. Like I'm saying, I need you to listen to how I'm feeling. And you're saying, you're telling me that I don't listen to what you're saying. So this leads me to believe we need to spend more time talking about what we're feeling and thinking in a way that the other person really hears. I see, because so we're both we're both going through this very month issues of feeling that the other person isn't understanding or validating and or understanding how the person's feeling. Yeah. So we need to slow down and do that. Can we do that really quickly so it doesn't take much time? That's not how it goes, goes, babe. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I don't even... That would be brand new territory for me because I don't like to sit around and talk about how I feel. I used to, but I've gotten very impatient because of how busy we are. Mm. So I've like gotten very surprisingly impatient for me to talk about emotions. I'm like, screw the emotions. What do we have to figure out tonight yeah, right. before so, we can get to bed? Which is more like me. Yeah, right? I'm in a very odd Let's state. Do the calendar. We don't have anyone champion championing emotion, emotion, emotion right now. Yeah. Maybe that's our problem. So there you have it. Another round of... I got nothing. You know what we just did. I don't need to recap it. Please send us any other topics you'd like us to talk about or fail to talk about. And take care. Hope you have a useful argument this week. Thanks. Kapow. (laughs) We already used that one. Kapow. (laughs) I'm just going to keep this on. (laughs) See what your your insult is this time. (laughs) Nice. What's next? Kapow.